Hello and welcome to another episode of Oxal FM Soundbite. I'm Sefran. And I'm Gelada. And we're talking today about the recent update to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Whoop. Was the 3.0 update, was it? Was it 4.0? 3.0, oh, yeah. 3.0, yeah. Uh, Nintendo liked doing their uh, their 3.0 but 1s and all the like. In fact, I think that 3.0.1 is already out, isn't yes, it? Yes, it actually? is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Making that joke and they've already done it. Yeah, they do do that a lot. I noticed with the Splatoon updates, they do that. I think they're on like 4.2.7 right now or something for Splatoon. Yeah. It's funny because you just know that behind the scenes, that's not the version number. Like the version numbers that they use are probably nothing like that whatsoever. It's purely marketing. <laughs> it's just no, the marketing probably version more number. complicated. Yeah. It makes it sound cool. Um, but they recently released that and the big addition to the game hmm. if you've purchased the fighters pass for all the kind of like the big season fighters pass for it is the inclusion of joker from persona right. 5 the main character uh, as a new fightable character but you can also buy it individually yes that's what tony did actually because she doesn't have the the fighters pass and uh, it's what five pounds yeah i think it's five pounds like 39 to, to, for 29 or something yeah. for just joker and then with part of that you also get access to the new stage mementos yeah uh, 11 music tracks and i think you get access do you, do you get access to the yeah you do i think you get access to the me fighter costumes don't you yeah well, you, you buy do. those separately That's right. no you get access to those as well and then if you buy the that like, the season pass i think it's like works out that you get one for free basically i think this is going to be six in total and you basically get the price of five for the most yeah, part yeah pretty much but we don't know what the rest of the fighters are going to be for those updates yet no. so yeah maybe just hold on to your money just in case but yeah like you've not had chance too much to play the new contents but no, I've i played I, a I, fair amount yeah i had a quick go well, i mean what i i did really like the new stage mementos is a cool yeah. stage i mean mainly if, if nothing else just to see that kind of content in smash brothers i think is quite cool um you know just like as a concept seeing persona stuff is is cool maybe just for some context in in case people don't know, Persona, especially Persona 5, has always been on PlayStation. Persona 5 is, is very much a PlayStation exclusive at the moment, uh, and time being still is. Um, whether or not in future that's going <laughs> yeah. to change, we're not sure yet. But yeah, it's always been on a PlayStation console, so seeing both the main character from their most recent and most successful Persona game being on a Nintendo console is, is pretty big. But uh, I think it's very similar to the relationship that happened between the creators of Smash Bros. and Metal Gear with the house Snake ended up in right. Brawl yeah. back in the day. In that it's very much a, just a kind of a close-knit friendship, for the most part, between the developers of the games. And they just sort of get together and go, wouldn't it be cool if this? And then they were, well, let's just do that then, because we're in charge. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Which I think is very much how it happened. Yeah, I would imagine so. So what do you think of Joker? He, he handles a lot differently than I was expecting to, I think. I thought he would be a little bit more kind of utility-based rather than kind of fast and micro-hitting, if that makes sense. Right, yeah. Like, I was expecting maybe something along the lines of, like, a Samus or Link in that, like, they can kind of do a bit of everything, kind of good at range, good at close combat, you know, have a right. little bit of escape functionality. But I find Joker plays a lot more like something like Sheik, Right, yeah. Cheek is a good one. Also kind of zero suit a little bit as well. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I like him. He also has a mechanic whereby his persona is charging uh, over the course of the match. And then when it's fully charged, you have a period of time where you're fighting alongside it. And I haven't really dug into it enough. I presume it feels like that's then more powerful and it also changes some of your moves, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so when you charge up your rebel gauge as it's called by either just taking damage or just generally over time 
or you can use your your down B, down, your down B, special yeah. to sort of guard against moves. And when you take damage whilst you're guarding, you gain quite a, a large chunk of rebel gauge charge. You release your persona, which then allows you to kind of do more powerful things, like you say. So it changes up most of your B moves. So like your side B just becomes more powerful. Your neutral B is just more powerful. Your up B is completely different, and your down B is completely different. Uh, right. And then all your like your A attacks and your tilts and your smashes. They, for the most part, working the same way still, but they, they're a little bit different, very different for competitive players, I'm sure. Um, but they also oh, yeah. just hit, generally speaking, a lot harder as well. Uh, and they have kind of better range too. But that's only a finite kind of gauge that only lasts for a short period of time. And it goes quicker if you take damage. So sort of when you get access to it, you're encouraged to kind of be aggressive rather than sort of be defensive. The thing is, is I, I do really like Smash Brothers, but honestly, like I don't, I don't really feel like it's something that I want to play all the time or regularly. Mm. I'm not, I guess I'm just not, I definitely used to be like that. Like I remember when we were kids playing Smash Brothers a lot, right? And we would play it together. And I guess that I don't really have that now. And so for me, like adding new characters is cool and interesting, but it's definitely not sort of, it's not really a big deal for me. And I think that, five pounds for a new character is quite expensive Mm. like for the new character and one new stage and some new music and yeah there's a couple of remixes in there which is really cool but otherwise you i think there are two remixes and the rest are just tracks from persona games yes and yeah i don't know if anything even though it's not really that different in price i think maybe the fighters pass feels better value because you just get it all but then it's also a bit like that makes the game as a whole quite expensive. And yeah, because it's about, an extra twenty pounds on top of the like forty five pounds or whatever I mean, it was to and buy. When you think originally. about how many characters you get in just the main game. Yeah, and then like the relative price of those is like fifty p or something. Yeah, like, by comparison, yeah, because of I, how many I see there what you're are. saying. Like it's interesting. You are right in that compared to how so definitely for us we used to play the game a lot more kind of like not competitively but between each other we were quite competitive both you know you and i and our friends Mm. but now i think it's almost more important for the character release because it's cool to see another character in smash bros which sort of you wouldn't have thought belonged there sort of like seeing things like cloud and snake and bayonetta sort of thing in the game is like oh wow that's so cool and so weird and that's sort of a big milestone as opposed to how is this going to change the meta of playing smash bros with you know my friends or even online right yeah because i sort of also see it as like the maybe it's just coincidental right but we've got joker in smash brothers at the same time as a persona game is coming to switch for the first time and so adding a new character to smash brothers is kind of like marketing Oh, definitely is. And again, like, it's like, I don't know, that's, that is a bigger impact for me. That's more interesting for me to see, oh, what are they bringing? Like you say, like, what are they bringing to Smash Brothers? Because I'm interested Mm. in seeing like, oh, what new, like what new games are going to come out based on what characters you're adding to Smash Brothers? Absolutely. I mean, they use the opportunity to announce all their new persona related stuff in the same sort of week i think it was right within yeah, yeah, yeah. joker being released on smash bros and then they'll do the same sort of thing as well like when they end up announcing kind of new crazy characters that you wouldn't expect to so i think that in a way smash bros is almost more important as like a marketing and yeah like announcement platform as much as it is a, a, a really good fighting game yeah it's really interesting but that said i mean obviously yeah if you if you play smash brothers even remotely competitively then it, it makes a big deal to have an extra character and it adds a lot of freshness to the game and what i do like is that 
you know, it wasn't so many years ago that you would never get DLC out of Nintendo. Um, no. And so to get it in like a main core title, along with like the DLC that we get for things like Breath of the Wild and Mario Kart yeah. and stuff like that, you know, to be in a world where that's a thing is really cool, for sure. And, and I think maybe that we should give Nintendo a little credit in that sense, too, because although it is quite expensive, like you say, per fighter, they do release a fair amount of free content, too. They do. That's so, true. like, for example, it just in Smash Bros with that update, if you didn't purchase Joker, you still got new content content in the form of the stage builder um, oh yeah they added yeah. some kind of newer smaller updates as well like not anywhere near as significant as a new fighter but they still added new content and the stage builder has been a bit of a hit and miss affair they certainly need to make sure that they have content regulation on that and people going through them because there's been quite a lot of unsavory stages shall we say mm. um, <laughs> who would have thought it who would have thought Surely yeah, not. Game, gamers making... yeah, give people tools to build stuff themselves in a game and they're going to put knobs in <laughs> yes they did need to do that immediately but then you look at other games as well like Splatoon like there's only been one piece of DLC for Splatoon and it was basically like a whole another single player game but right. everything else they release, like, at least once every couple of months is completely free and it adds new content and new levels and, you know, everything. So I, I don't mind Nintendo charging for the DLC they do put out because it's usually pretty good content. But I can also yeah. see the cynical side of things of, like, well, it's basically just a marketing tool and is it really worth paying £5 for a character when I've got, like, 80 other characters to play that equivalently cost me, like, you know, 50p per sort of thing? I get what you're saying. So, but then I also think that Nintendo as a business know that that people are going to pay it because especially, like, for example, uh, me and Tony, for example, you know, we're both kind of big Persona fans and I know you are sort of vicariously through her, like, going, I get to play Joker in my Smash Bros. Oh, Oh, wow, that's so cool. You know, and they know that they're going to put their hand in their pocket and, and pay for it. It's quite a sort of, it feels like a Japanese culture influence for sure for like making this as a piece of DLC is like, oh, you know, something that's about a character that people really connect with. And, you know, that's literally all it is, but that's significant enough, especially mm. in Japan where it would be a no brainer because people are so, you know, passionate and repping their favorite characters. Right. And so yes. it's just, it, it, when you think about it in that context, it makes complete sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. But overall, I, I'm really happy with it. Uh, and I'm really excited to see what the next character announce is going to be. There's lots of predictions um, because there's sort of been a little bit of data mining and leaking here and there of code names for characters and people kind of work out what those code names attributed to. Uh, right. And they were right about Joker's code name. They sort of got that right. So it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. And I imagine that's going to be probably by like July, I imagine. Mm. It's sort mm-hmm. of what I'm guessing, like a summer update because they've got to release everything by... I think they said, like, everything's going to be released by April 2020, I think. Right, yeah. So, yeah. We'll probably do another soundbite on the next one, actually. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, until then, catch us again for another episode of Octal FM Soundbite very soon.